And I felt felt a lump, something that I had never felt before. And I went, oh no, that's not good. I just knew. Um, even though I am cured and even though I you know, had a great response to chemo and I had surgery, I've had the best care, I've had the best treatment, you still have that question of what if. Hey, I'm Ken Cooper. Welcome to Around River City. We just heard from Kirsten Buecher, who is a breast cancer survivor, and she works at Gunderson Health System, and she is a big part of Stepping Out in Pink 2023. And all of us at Midwest Family here in La Crosse are really proud to be a sponsor once again of Stepping Out in Pink. The big event is happening on Saturday, September 9th. If you'd like to register, get a team together, just have some fun or support other breast cancer survivors, you can go to steppinoutinpink.com and get all the information that you need and get yourself registered. Again, that's steppinoutinpink.com. When we come back, we'll get right into the really amazing story that Kirsten shared with me. This is Around River City. This is Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper. And once again, Midwest Family in La Crosse is proud to be a sponsor of Stepping Out in Pink. The big event is happening Saturday, September 9th. And you can go to steppinoutinpink.com and get all the information on the event and how you can be a part of it. But right now, let's get right into my conversation with Kirsten Bucher, the 2023 Stepping Out in Pink advocate. I want to welcome Kirsten Bucher. Uh, to the podcast studio today. Hi, Kirsten. Hi. Uh, I don't know a lot about you, but here's what I know. I know that you are a physician assistant at Gunderson and you work in the medical oncology department. I do. All right. Yeah. So can you fill in everything else besides that for us? Just tell us, tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I, like you said, I'm a physician assistant in medical oncology at Gunderson. I've been there almost a year now. So I'm relatively new to the oncology team. Um, and the way that I got started working there is I was actually a patient first before I started working there as a PA. I was a um, breast cancer patient. So I am coming up on two years of my diagnosis of breast cancer oh um, and one year of being um, able to work with the patients that I that I was. Um, and so I was going to PA school here at UWL um, at the time that I found a lump and then went through the process of diagnosis. And then I underwent six months of chemotherapy. I had surgery all while going to UWL, getting my um, degree, and then was fortunate enough to be able to finish um, my PA degree and started working at Gunderson shortly thereafter. Okay. It's a podcast, so nobody can see my <laughs> mouth is just hanging open here. I Well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing great. Oh my gosh. What a story. You know, you breezed by it so quickly. I found a lump. Mm-hmm. There is so much that comes from that simple phrase, that simple mm-hmm. discovery. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about that a little yeah, bit? Absolutely. Yeah. So I was 36 at the time, so um, not old enough to get mammograms yet. I have no family history of cancer in my family, so I wasn't somebody who um, we would recommend to get early screening. Um, and one day I'd come home and was going to go play with the kids after after a day of class and um, was changing, and I felt, felt a lump, something that I'd never felt before. And I went, oh, no, that's not good. I just knew 
right away that it wasn't it wasn't normal and it, it was that strong it a feeling was, that it you- was immediate i knew right then i said this is cancer um and it was a Friday afternoon, unfortunately. And so I knew I couldn't get seen in clinic that day. It was, you know, five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. So I spent the weekend stewing and anxious, full of fear, knowing, oh my gosh, what, what is this? What is going to happen? Did you share your thoughts, your concerns with anybody over that weekend? Yes. Yeah, so I'm married. I have a wonderful husband who's incredible and he is so supportive. Um, and so I told him as well right away. Um, and I'm, sh- you know, he was terrified too, but he was calm and said, okay, you know, we can't do anything about it now. We'll get it taken care of on Monday and we'll get you in and somebody will see you and we'll, we'll figure out what to do. Um, but all the thoughts run through your mind of, oh my gosh, what is this? What, what does this mean for my life, for my, you know, my goals, my plans? I'm in the middle of going to school. Um, I've got two young kids. What, what is going to happen? It's terrifying. If you don't mind my asking, how old were your kids when you found the lump? Um, six and eight. So they're eight and ten now, but okay. um, certainly not to the point where they understood everything that was going on at the time. And we didn't tell them initially, but as they have kind of seen me go through treatment and things, did tell them um, about my cancer diagnosis. But um, they were they were too young to really understand, and I think even until they're adults, they probably won't fully understand what it means that mom had cancer. And mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder if you won't fully understand until you've gone through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've not gone through it, and I certainly can empathize and sympathize, and but I don't know that I can completely understand what you were feeling. Right, right. It's not a feeling anybody wants to feel. Mm-mm. Uh, the kids today, how are they? They're doing awesome. They're they're the best. I've got the best kids. They're yeah. so wonderful. Should we just talk about them for the rest of the time? <laughs> we could. I could go on and on. They're wonderful. Yeah. That's good. And they know a little bit more about the journey that mom's been on? Yep. So, um, like I said, I went through six months of chemo up front. Um, and so I lost my hair. I was not feeling the greatest. I'd come home and lay on the couch a lot because um, I was tired and I was had a lot of nausea um, during treatment. And so they saw me going through it. Um but then they've also seen me come out the other side and I'm feeling great and we go out and play and get to enjoy all the things, you know, that we get to do. Um, my son just did the triathlon at the YMCA this last weekend. So I got to cheer him on and wow. we went blueberry picking. And so we're getting, getting out and doing a lot of fun things together as a family now. So, so has the diagnosis and, uh, has it helped you? Put a little bit more of that into your life of that. Let's make sure we go pick blueberries. Let's make sure we do these special things. Do you think, mm-hmm. I guess I'm wondering how you've changed as a person. That's a great question. I think when you are faced, I think in, in a very real sense, your mortality, um, even though I am cured and even though I, you know, had a great response to chemo and I had surgery, I've had the best care, I've had the best treatment, you still have that question of what if? What if this doesn't go right? What if the cancer comes back? What if, you know, what if this ends up being the thing that, that, that I die from? And I think that 
that fear, that anxiety, that um, that feeling of being overwhelmed and not knowing what's going to happen, it does change you and it makes you want to hug your kids tighter and take the extra five minutes at bedtime to snuggle a little bit longer or to make sure that you're at the game or at the swim meet or at the, you know, because it matters that you're there. Um, in the moment, whatever it might exactly, be. Exactly. In the mo- being in the moment and not just trying to rush through to the next thing, because I'm a busy working mom. We all have things to do, but to to try to savor those moments because they're gone so so fast and not taking those for granted is so important did you know you said you were going to school to become a pa correct and now you are specializing in medical oncology Mm -hmm. did you know were you heading in that direction beforehand or not not necessarily. So PAs are generalists. Um, we're trained in general medicine. Okay. Um, and so you'll find PAs in every specialty throughout the hospital and clinics. Um, but my father-in-law passed away from colon cancer um, back in 2008. And so I had firsthand experience. We lived with him and helped take care of him during his time in hospice. Um, and so I had some experience with it. And I I actually was able to do one of my um, rotations at Gunderson. We spend about a month in about 10 different um, specialties getting extra training. And one of those I spent in the hematology oncology department while I was going through treatment uh, myself. And so I got to see what it what it was like to take care of cancer patients while being a cancer patient. Um, so I was able to talk to women going through breast cancer treatment about, oh yeah, well you're going to lose your hair. Mine's gone too. Or, oh gosh, yeah, I get nauseous sometimes too. And how can we make that feel better? And that was, that's what I want to do. This is where I belong. What, what a valuable uh, commonality to be able to share with somebody, I would think. It's, it's, absolutely invaluable and my patients they say this to me all the time they're like you've been through this you get this in a way that nobody else does even though you know you might see lots of patients as a provider of medical care you see lots of patients but if you haven't walked it it's a different experience to go through it yourself and so i can i can not just like you said sympathize but i can empathize i i know what it's like to lay on the couch and feel crummy and you know to go through chemo or to recover from surgery i know what that feels like and everyone's journey is different and everyone has different side effects and their choices how they end up with different treatments can be variable but i've walked my own path and so i think that brings a lot of um i don't know empathy really to Mm -hmm. to my care of patients what was the hardest part of all of this. And I, you know, I guess other than the physical discomfort and pain, mm-hmm. um, what were some of the, the most difficult personal relationship elements or emotional elements of going through a, a process, or not a process, but going mm-hmm. through a situation like that? Yeah. For me, I think I was so focused on, I want to get through treatment because I still have some, like, I still have a life to live. I'm focused on getting through to 
to the end of this because I'm I'm not ready to start slowing down. Um, that was that was important for me. Um, but I think there was also a grieving process of I'm this this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I'm 36 years old. I shouldn't have cancer. Um, and so kind of trying to navigate my own feelings while trying to teach my kids about what's going on in a way that doesn't make them feel afraid, but that they understand the seriousness of what's happening, trying to maintain relationship with my husband when he's really carrying the load at home because I'm not feeling well and he can't really understand what I'm going through. He's trying to be supportive. He's being amazing. Um, but again, unless you've walked it, it's hard to really to know what it feels like. And so he's trying to help. And so just trying to communicate clearly and share what I'm feeling when I don't know what I'm feeling even from day to day. It's like, sure. this is just a chaotic, overwhelming journey. It's, you know, as we've been uh, really proudly sponsoring Stepping Out in Pink for a number of years now, I've, I've had the real honor of talking to a lot of people that have gone through exactly what you have. And everyone has used the same word, grieving process, the same words, grieving process. Um, and that, it surprised me the first few times I heard it, but it doesn't anymore. Mm. What, what are you, what, what were you grieving? I think you grieve a part of you that is forever changed. The way that I make decisions now is always colored by the fact that I had cancer and it could come back. Should we buy a new house? Should we go on that vacation? Should we, whatever fill in the blank is, it's, there's always that little thought in the back of your mind of, but what if the cancer comes back? And I think that's something that a lot of people don't talk about um, because it's, it's a hard thing to talk about. Um, and I think that, you know, living a carefree life where you don't wonder, you don't worry about that, you just live, that's gone. And I think I think that's worth grieving. I think it's appropriate. It's not a bad thing to consider Mm-mm. the future or our mortality, but it definitely it changes it changes you. And that that's something that should be grieved. And I wonder this might be a hard question to ask of a mother of young children, but I wonder if, if they and your husband were grieving as well, even though like your children may not have realized what, what it was they were feeling. Mm-hmm. I think they were grieving. Mom's not the same, you know, mom's not around. Mom's not feeling well. Mom's not available. Um, but I think the, I was asking big, big questions and they were asking, you know, why can't you play with me? Why can't you do this puzzle with me? Yeah, why those can't are big you? questions yeah, when you're exactly. six and eight. Yeah. Those are the questions that matter. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So let's talk about stepping out in pink. Yes. You are the advocate this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we talk about what does it mean to be the advocate? Uh, how hard did they have to twist your arm to do this? <laughs> Not very hard at all. I was so thrilled. Um, I was absolutely yeah, thrilled to be asked and just honored. I know that the the people, the women who have gone before me are amazing, wonderful women. Um, and this is just such a great event. I was honored to be asked. What are you doing as advocate? 
So um, different different events that I've been able to go to, talk at, try to get the word out. That's why I'm here today, too, um, trying to help just get people involved. Um, so there's a walk on September 9th, um, Stepping Out in Pink. It's the, um, I believe, 15th annual. Um, and so we're trying to raise money um, to support breast cancer research, to support patient care here at Gunderson for our breast cancer patients, help provide mammograms for those who can't afford them. Um, all the money that we raise stays right here. It doesn't go nationally. It all stays right in our region. And so that is um, just huge for the patients that I care for. And so I'm really passionate about getting the word out so that more people know about it and are involved. And it really is quite a unique relationship that the Gunderson Medical Foundation and, and research that there is with the city of La Crosse in this area. It is, it, this kind of relationship doesn't happen everywhere. No, it's very unique. And, you know, there's a lot of national programs that raise money for breast cancer, but we have a great research facility here um, that we do specifically um, for our patients here that have unique tumors, that have genetic mutations in their tumors, um, and how can we target unique ways to treat them and get response that we maybe didn't know about. Um, so we're doing really important research, um, but then also the community involvement and having the hospital system and the clinics, um, everything is really staying right here, which is really important. Yeah. What are you excited about for the, the future? Well, let's talk short term. What are you excited about for the 9th of September? And what are you excited about for the possibility of uh, the results of this kind of research? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this year especially, I'm I'm so excited. So we're going to have four generations walking. So my grandmother, my mother, myself, and my daughter are all going to walk this year. And so I am so excited. It's going to be amazing. Um, I'm, I can't wait. Um, so that's what I'm personally just so excited for the, for the September 9th walk. Um, but then I think, too, as far as, you know, long-term goals, um, I, I just hope that we, we do the research that matters and we're seeing such incredible advances in oncology. There are new drugs coming out every day. There are new exciting things on the horizon for treatment. And so if we can continue that research, if we can find those, those things that we don't know yet and use those to provide better care, get more cure, get longer responsive treatment. That's that's what it's all about. I, and it seems like the, the ways, besides the, the number of drugs, the ways that they're able to use those drugs is just kind of mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing. It is amazing. It does give you confidence that something can be done. Absolutely. And will be done. Yes, yes. How important is the camaraderie of an event like Stepping Out in Pink and that looking around and seeing other people that that have been through it? Because I imagine there's a lot of people that are very private, uh, and this is something they keep to themselves, and I, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but talk a little bit about the effect, the impact of that kind of camaraderie. I think it's huge. Just knowing that you're not alone, knowing there are others who have done, um, walked their own path, walked their own journey and are on the other side, um, that are, 
um, there's survivors with you where where it's a sisterhood um, and that you're not alone, I think is such a, such an important message to remember. Um, And that it's not just survivors, but it's their friends and family too that are supporting. So I was over at my neighbor's house last night and she said, well, I can't walk on your team because I'm walking on a friend's team. (laughs) And I said, that's awesome. I'm so glad. I just want, you know, more. I want everybody to come. So find a team and walk and support. Absolutely. There are lots of ways for you to find out about Stepping Out in Pink. It's happening September 9th. And Kirsten, I, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you. My pleasure. That is really quite a story. Thank you again to Kirsten Buker. She is the Stepping Out in Pink 2023 advocate. And I appreciate her time and her openness and being a part of this conversation. Again, we are a proud supporter and sponsor of Stepping Out in Pink this year. Saturday, September 9th is when the Walk Run event is, and you can get all the information and get yourself registered. Despite what we may have said during our conversation, the best place to go is steppinoutinpink.com. And thank you for being a part of the conversation on Around River City.